Breaking the cycle to step forward. Authentic conversations from lived experience and a professional perspective in overcoming abuse with Chris Tuck and Beverly Ann. Welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward podcast. I'm Beverly Ann and I'm joined by the lovely... Hi everyone, Chris Tuck here. And we're also welcoming them back, very um, a guest who was on our podcast not long ago, and that's the award-winning uh, Fatima Whitbread. Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome We're back. becoming good friends now, aren't we? I <laughs> oh, know, it's fantastic. We love yeah. this. But we've yeah. but you've come back or you offered um to do this yeah, after a fantastic award that you won only last night. And for those who are not aware, that's on BBC Sports BBC. Personality of the Year. But you won the Helen Rollinson Award. Yeah, Rollinson Award. Yeah, yeah. it was an um, an absolute privilege, you know, to be able to uh, to have accepted an award from such a dear person, a friend as well, um, you know, in the, her memory. Because um, Helen was a BBC uh, sports presenter. And um, at the same time, I was competing. I think I was slightly ahead of her in terms of success. And then she asked me, would I be her first um, uh, international sports person to be to to be interviewed? And I said, of course. And uh, and after that, she never, you know, she her career just took off. Yeah. And she was she was a remarkable uh, uh, presenter. And for me to actually be able to um, have stood up on the stage yesterday in my capacity as um, you know, somebody who had lived experience in support in the care system sector, our young vulnerable children and our young uh, people in the care system. It was just, a, you know, a wonderful experience to be able to have shared that platform and knowing that uh, Helen would have been extremely proud about that. Oh, that's so lovely because she was the first female presenter on Grandstand, wasn't she? Yes, and for she those was. of us of a certain age, remember Grandstand <laughs> in the afternoons right. on Saturday. Well, that yeah. was the main programme, wasn't it, for all sport? It yeah. was. Yeah. It was. And so you won that award. Sadly, Helen Rollinson passed away in 1999. Yes. But you received the Sports Personality Award yourself in 1987. Yeah, exactly. I mean, nobody's ever gone back and won an, another award uh in in the BBC um, uh, awards uh, personality awards and uh, so yeah I mean that that's quite an achievement in itself but it gave me the opportunity to use that platform which was wonderful you know to be able to get that message out there for our young children so important we keep that uh, ball rolling because uh, it's gravitating and hopefully you know it'll grow it'll grow bigger and bigger you know with the awareness and a wider audience and uh and um, and through through my campaign, Franklin's UK campaign, I'm actually doing very well. I'm make, making uh, big strides ahead, bringing partnerships together in collaboration with schools, clubs, local uh, like metropolitan police in local communities and boroughs where our young children uh, are living in care homes, residentials, and uh, and care homes, or foster care homes. And you know, it's really important to recognise their need. To have some people uh, that will help them, uh, give them a chance to to not just survive but to thrive, and working in programs which will ultimately, hopefully, um, give them the opportunity of also 
uh, skilling up and, and coming out with the job at the end of it. So the power of sport and the power of arts are the programmes that Batman's UK campaign are doing. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's rolling out from borough to borough and it will do, it take a while, but it's, it's already, uh, you know, uh, working very well with uh, some of the London boroughs and working with them. Um, uh, the safeguard team with uh, West Ham, which cover most of the London boroughs, and also the England Football League, 72 uh, clubs with all the boroughs around it. So, you know, it's it's going to be a, a major project. I've already spoken to Sir Mark Rowley, who's the uh, commissioner for the Metropolitan Police, who's put me in touch with his second-in-command, Colin Wingrove, who in turn has, uh, has, has made sure that I'm in... Uh, contact with officers and commanders in the boroughs um, and which uh, you know will be involved with these projects and hopefully uh, our young people will be able to be uh, looked after and cared for you know working programs where they can feel a sense of belonging and, and, and a sense of achievement and learn life skills and hopefully get qualifications to come out with a job at the end of it. And that's what's so inspiring about you, Fatima, because you haven't stopped anyway. Your passion mm -hmm. truly comes through. And that's what your award was about last night. So if we can go back to last night, right. you know, because I know, you know, yeah. I haven't asked you, Chris, but as a care leader myself, you know, you're a survivor of sexual violence as well as, in, mm -hmm. as a teenager. So you yeah. are one of the few people who, you know, when I look on TV, it's like I connect with, as in there's somebody yeah. on the TV who's yeah. openly sharing her story, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I know that Fatima was um, an inspiration to you, Chris, as well, when you were growing up, wasn't she, as we mentioned before? Yeah, we mentioned that before, didn't we? But for me, Fatima, listening to what you were saying last night, because we know what it feels like to be a survivor of abuse, we know yes. about the impact. Yeah, yes. it really got to us. But I felt that the audience were not tuned in to what you were actually saying. So there's a lot more work there needs to be done. I understand that the snowball has got bigger and you've just shared fantastically how it has taken on a life form of its own. But those people in the audience, some of them I felt were like, tuning out you know when they were like spotlighting on different people uh, you can see the glaze coming over their eyes and I'm just thinking mm, there's a lot more work there that needs to be they need to understand the true impact and why this is so important so even though you got mm -hmm. across what you did there's a lot of people in society that don't actually get it that don't actually understand how it can take over your life the impact of the trauma and how important sport is to counteract some of the damage that's caused? Well, I think this is one of the reasons why I've worked so hard um, over the last year and why I always uh, have, have constantly been saying about rejuvenating the care system sector yeah. because and, and educating uh, people to the awareness of what, what's happening within our care system sector. It's been a dying sector for a long time. The government yeah. has not supported it. And, you know, in, like I said, in within the 50 years that since I was in the care system, not a lot has changed, in which case, you know, it stands to reason that people don't fully understand it because mm -hmm. it's we're becoming visible to a lot of people, these children, and they shouldn't have been. 
you know, yeah. because let's face it, as I said all along, children are our future. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. important that we invest in them. And, you know, they become, you know, of whom, who, what and who they become will define what society uh, becomes in the end. 100%. So we've all got a, 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 a moral and, and, and ethical responsibility to make sure we work together to, to make sure these young people have uh, better outcomes and we can, you know, change uh, and make it, implement change, which, uh, you know, help them moving forward. Um, yeah, I didn't see the glaze overs on people's eyes. I just I delivered my what I felt was the right thing to say in order to yes. educate and 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 you know that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. My platform was being used the best that it could po- possibly be used with BBC on a live TV, um, yeah. so that can't get any better than that. So I think we've made a pretty good dent, uh, I- to be honest, Chris. And, uh, and we can't expect miracles overnight because <laughs> for how many years has this been in the doldrums? And when yeah, you think 100%. about it, yeah. And so when you think about it in this past year with somebody like myself who's come to the forefront and, and worked exceptionally hard mm-hmm. in partnerships with people like yourselves who have also been in the care system in order to get that message out there and bring change. You know, it's, it will take time. I think we've done a pretty good job in the last year, and uh, it, it can only get better as you, as as the following year is as is approaching. Yeah. And the power the power of your speech certainly came through in our sitting room last night because I was yeah. sitting on the settee. Yeah. There was my husband on the end of the settee. I don't know who was watching it with you, Chris, and I was watching obviously on tender hooks for you. And I was sitting there and I was like, wow. And I had, like, it brought tears to my eyes yeah. because well, the power of your vulnerability yeah. and your honesty. And then I looked at my husband at the end and he just went, wow, yeah. that was fantastic. It was powerful. It came from the heart. But yes. how was it for you, as you said, you know, well, you've been there be before, honest. but how was it before, like, for you coming on to accept the award? Well, for me, it was wonderful. Um to be amongst old friends that I, over the years, have, have, have uh, known and, and competed with, and also, you know, past and present. So it was really an enjoyable evening, a great, a great experience. BBC, I think, did an excellent job in presenting the programme, as they always do. I understood there was a lot more younger people now that are working on the BBC uh, side of, of, of the technical side and uh, putting together a programme like that is not easy. I think they did a marvellous job. So, yeah, they're to be commended for that, really. Um, but I haven't actually sat down and watched the programme. I, I mean, it's two different experiences. One, waiting to go on stage when you know you've got to deliver an important speech like that. Because, 100%. you know, that is a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's something that I, I've taken on and I accept, you know. And so it was important for me to be able to keep calm and be able to to, to hit hit those notes. And I think, you know, I did a pretty good job. And I'm quite pleased, you know. And uh, the BBC were very kind. They allowed me quite a bit of time on, on, on the stage. And, and, yeah, I think we ticked a lot of boxes in terms of getting the message out there, creating that awareness. Also, to be able to 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 proudly present our young people that were, you know, I asked BBC to allow into the studio. To stand up, you, didn't you? To stand yeah. up, yeah. And I think there's a lot of successful win-win situations in 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 last night. You know, in in building and collaborating with with people as well that uh, understood the importance of what 
we're trying to do for our children in the care system sector. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to take time. It's a massive challenge, um, and one of which I'm probably best suited to because I love a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm prepared to give it time. It, it won't happen overnight, but I think in answer to what you said, Chris, people will uh, uh, come around and they will realise, you know, more and more, I'm on a, a James O'Brien show tomorrow on his podcast, and that's got a massive following. And James was yeah. so, James was a, a past experience as well, Care. So it's, a lot of people are starting to come out yeah. and speak out. And I think this is the most important thing. We, we're establishing those that have been in the care system that have come, that are coming out and speaking out as well. And they're in prominent positions. So that really shows uh, our young people that if they can succeed and there's no reason for them to feel ashamed or, for, you know, to hold your head up high, you know. Absolutely. And, and you can, if you, if you give those children an opportunity to succeed you know and, and be there for them and, and show them the way you know um, give them a bit of hope there's no reason why they can't thrive and do really well for themselves and reach their full potential 100%. So what would you like to say after last night to your 14 15 year old self Fatima oh well done I would say to myself if my 14 or 15 year old Fatima was to talk to me now or vice versa well, let's do let's do the first one first. As a, as a fourteen and fifteen year old, I'd never have believed I would have been able to have delivered a speech uh, like that on stage. Um, it would have frightened the life out of me just thinking about it. But um, to look back and and talk to that, that fourteen fifteen year old, somebody who, um, you know, through the love of the Whitbread family, I mean, I still had a long way to go. I mean, it, it's for all children, all families. Um, for both the Whitbread family and myself, it, it took you know an extraordinary amount of effort and hard work to make to make the bonding and and, and make you know the relationship work. It doesn't; it's no different to any other relationship. Um, and you know, in doing that, Mum and I both, as Mum and daughter, and as coach and athlete, uh, succeeded. You know, um, with our sport prowess, and yeah, I mean. To have gone on that stage in 1987 and picked up the award, the main award, as a sports person, and then to have gone back how many years later? You know, <laughs> yeah. in 2023. And it's an amazing feeling to go back on the... Um, 36. You know, yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? How many... I mean, where's those years gone to? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 36 years yeah yeah 36 years and I remember watching you getting the original yeah there you go and you know I hope that it's not going to take that much time in order to get our children acknowledged and recognized for the remarkable resilience that they have to show when living in their care system sector they have huge challenges across the UK today and uh, you know it's uh, important that you know through Fatima's UK campaign that Thankfully, uh, we seem to be able to be, you know, getting some change made, you know, bringing about change for these young people. That's what it's all about. And then if you're listening and anybody wants to help me, please go on FatnamasCampaign.com and give generously and help. Let us make a difference for these young children's lives. Let's help, you know, uh, future generations beyond ours as well, because that's really what it's about. Not just the here and now, but also the future generations. And we will share the link underneath as well. And also your QR code to the Just Giving 
this campaign. Yeah. So for those people that like a QR code, that will be covered as well. So Chris, any last questions or thoughts for Fatima before we um, finish up today? Well, let me tell you, Chris, I've got two trophies now, one from 87 out here in the kitchen area and one, um, and one and my son's just put the new one in the lounge. I don't know how long oh. it will stay there. It's the memories <laughs> that count and the journey that that's I the most important. I thought you were going to show us, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can walk you into the lounge and show you my favourite <laughs> seat. Try the place at the Pride moment. place. Yeah, but listen, Chris, it's all about the journey. It's all about sharing the love and, and bringing about change. And that's the biggest journey of all. And, and BBC uh, and through Helen Rowlison gave us the opportunity to do that last night. And I'm immensely grateful for them. And I feel very proud and honoured to have uh, been able to accept that award on behalf of the care system sector and all those wonderful people that we know work out there, like ourselves, trying to for year in, year out, supporting these young children like ourselves when we were young and helping them. You know, and so it's our turn to give back too. So in our own ways, we're doing the best we can. And I think it's just a wonder, just a wonderful platform last night to be able to have, have, have elevated that and uh, given that a, a wider awareness to the to the public too. Yeah, I mean, it is a massive springboard for that um, societal awareness, which we've been trying to do for the last 10 years, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's exhausting. So when you can see it pick up a bit of traction and actually something's actually happening, I mean, it's amazing to see and watch and be part of, to be honest, because, as I said, you, you, you have to feel it in your body, don't you, Fatima? Like, yeah. you literally hold on. You to have to also appreciate, that. Chris, that people, it takes time to process stuff. People take time to process. I mean, it is a very festive time of the year as well. And lots of people, yeah. are, again, they're all all working hard to support their charities and yeah. they've all, you know, done amazing things over the years to support their, their cause. And this, this is no different. You know, we're all trying to, and, and I, it's, what's slightly different about this one is that, as I've said, it's about children and children are our future. And that, that's the most important thing. And in, in order to be able to give, a child the most important thing in which you could give a child is the love and security 100%. of a good, good, good secure home and yeah. so you know that's important as well to bring about that awareness you know the shortage of foster carers that we have is currently at around 10 11 000. the 105 000 kids in the care system we've got uh 33 of councils are seeing uh, a weekly increase of children coming into the care system um, there's 4.2 million families are suffering on the poverty line at the moment as we speak. Yeah. 800,000 families on their food banks. We're the fifth biggest economy in the world. And I find it amazing that we should be facing this. That in, oh. not, in 2026, it's, 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 it's been said that we'll be short of 25, 26,000 foster carers for our children. So what, that's a bit frightening. So this is why it's so important we get this message out there. Yeah. Come on, let, let, let's work together collaboratively and, and, and yeah. let's make a difference to, to making change for our care system sector and our young people and young children. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And, and for anyone listening, I'm also going to um, add the link or we are going to add the link of the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. So anyone watching 
can watch that as well and we'll direct yes. them to your speech so great, they can see that yeah mm. and it's so powerful Fatima well for myself I just can't you know I know how I'm feeling watching you and and oh. supporting you and rooting Excellent. for you um and thank you so much for coming on here today um, lovely and I can't say as a care leaver, as a survivor of sexual violence as well, you know, yeah, you are an inspiration and you are working so hard and to share that message. And we're so thankful that, you know, yeah. you've been able to use that platform in the way that you are, but also yeah. taking the time to come on today because we know how busy you are. No, but we're all working in it together and we all want to achieve the same thing. So really, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we we owe it to each other to support one another. And yeah. that's really what collaboration is about. And in, 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 in numbers, we will we will make a big difference in it. And, you know, obviously, you know, I'd like to think that more people will come aboard to care experience people that have made good to prove to our young children that, you know, they can make good too. So thank 100%. you for giving me the platform, Beverly. And someone's ringing on my front doorbell. He's impatient. He's <laughs> impatient as usual. And life goes go. on, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah listen, wish you, wishing you a happy Christmas and everybody, and uh, and more power to our elbow for next year and pushing forward. Yeah. And here's to 2024 right. and the summit that you're putting together as well. That's the big thing. The summit's really important, and uh, I have already got a key date in the diary with. Uh, Rachel D'Souza's office in collaboration with Action for Children and myself and a few other key players to talk and strategize about the summit. So that's that's that that key date's already in the diary. So that's good. Fantastic. If we can help you with that, Fatima, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to. Lovely. Thank you very much. Lovely. I'll keep you posted, girls. Happy All Christmas right. and happy new year. Happy Christmas bye to you. For now. Bye, Lots Fatima. of love, girls. Lots of love. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Beverly. Bye, Chris. Bye.